I'll tell you what goes hand in hand with job loss, isolation, loneliness, and fear of you or others getting unwell, a decline in our mental health. Hi guys, this podcast explores the importance of our connection, well-being, and mental health. To reason with someone is to motivate them to do or accept topics, ideas, and issues through discussion and having conversations. This podcast is for those that want to raise their awareness, change their perspective, or just have a good time. My vision is to help people find reason to live, to grow, and to understand. I do that through this podcast, as well as counseling individuals that want to help themselves. No, no, no. No, he needs to know. I just think he's going to talk and it's going to make a lot of sense. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. One man. One podcast. Three, two, one. Reason With Me podcast, episode five. It's time! Okay, episode five. You've made it, made it this far. Hopefully, you've listened to one to five so far. Um, today's going to be the last episode of the season where you've heard about me um, talking about some issues and topics and ideas that are all based around our connection, well-being, and mental health. And what's really exciting is the second season is we're going to start to introduce some guests. I'm going to have some guests on the show that are really innovative and talk about some really cool and exciting topics that that really get you to think and change your perspective, you know, open your mind up. And, and it's really going to be for those that are that keen on raising that awareness or or just agreeing with some of the stuff that, that comes out of that. Before I start talking and getting into the nitty and gritty of what we'll be discussing today, um, I am wearing a t-shirt of the Wayside Chapel. For those on the video can see sort of says love over hate and on the back it says side by side. Now side by side is is an initiative and, and an idea that those that are less fortunate, those that are disadvantaged are able and still living in our society. And side by side means that those that aren't disadvantaged and, and without can still blend and be with each other in society and work as one. And there was a the conference recently that I went to that uh, the pastor John Owen and and quite a lot of other people talked about this reality of challenging and and thinking about um, us versus them and trying to break that stigma down and beat all of that stuff and one of the awesome questions is they asked um, the dean of University of Sydney and asked him how many of his friends were in public housing and. He was a bit thrown by the question. He didn't really know an answer. But they then asked the homeless guy who was up on stage as well, really awesome dude that um, was there for the day, just helping out and supporting supporting the day. And they asked him, how many people do you know that are in public housing? And his response was, well, for any of them that aren't homeless, the rest of them are in public housing. And I guess that was the point of the whole conversation is we are worlds apart, yet the way forward is being able to walk side by side. So 
I'm a huge fan of Wayside Chapel and I'll link a few of those things on my website, how you can donate to the Wayside Chapel and how you can just look into what they're doing to support the community. If you haven't heard of Wayside Chapel, you don't know where it is. It's in the it's in the cross um, and it's just this amazing centre. It's quite beautiful actually and they, they run groups there. Odyssey House, so myself um, are now on board with them and run some groups there to support people with drug and alcohol. It's just... It's just a beautiful safe haven for people that are struggling. You don't have to be homeless. It's just for those that aren't that aren't running too well and they can come to a place where they feel comfortable and and they can get supported by whoever's there and the brilliant staff that are there. They've also got a a place down in Bondi Junction as well and they give food and they give talks and it's just amazing. So I'm representing them today. But um Let's carry on. Let's 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 start unpacking what we're going to be talking about today. It's kind of alongside this this concept of side by side and some reality testing. And I want you to reason with me and see if you can resonate and pick up and challenge yourself in any of the ideas and, and concepts that I'm starting to talk about today. So then get straight into it. I tell you what goes hand in hand with job loss, isolation, loneliness, and fear of you or others getting unwell, a decline in our mental health. Now, in my opinion, a lot of our communities and cultures around the world are only now and only just realizing these massive life circumstances are having a significant impact on people's connection, mental health, and well-being. The reality is, This shit has been going on for decades, hundreds of years. We have people without work, in isolation, and having difficulties and grief and loss every single day. I'm hoping that this COVID-19 gets the world woke, that we start to appreciate the fragility of the big bubble that we live in. The statistics are starting to come through with this current pandemic, that with increased job loss and isolation, comes increased depression, anxiety, distress, and low self-esteem, and may lead to higher rates of substance use disorder and suicide. Not may, like it's going to. What I'm gonna do today is I'm gonna break down the understanding of, of depression and how can we ask about suicide. This is a pretty big topic. And if anyone notices discomfort or feelings arise due to the content, that I'm talking about, then there's gonna be some services and guidelines um, listed for support. We all have to be there to support each other in these times and get through this together. So here we go. My name is Jackson and I'm in recovery for depression. Now I say this in almost every single group that I run. I say it almost every single day. For those of you that know me, know that I've got way too much energy, I'm really outgoing, I'm a big old vert, but I am also part of the one in seven Australians that will experience depression in their lifetime. Depression has the third highest burden of all diseases in Australia, and it also has the third highest burden of disease in the world. It can happen to anyone, even those you least expect, and this is gonna be shown in many different ways. For something that is so common, there is a lot of people that don't understand it. So what I'm going to do today in this podcast is I'm going to very quickly run through what depression is and just get a little bit more understanding for people. If you already know, awesome. Then hear me out. Depression is like having a shipmate 
who tells you over and over that you're a shit bloke, terrible boyfriend, terrible daughter, friend, colleague, and also just all-round bad person. Depression can be when things go right, something must be wrong. It's when you feel so tired and you can't sleep. Yes, that's a Coldplay reference. Let's move on. And also, you start beating yourself up by not getting more things done. Depression is painful. It's lonely. It's hopeless. All before making it out the front door. Isolating from the people and that you care about and even believing that they would be better off without you. It's being asked, why are you sad? And sometimes, honestly, just not knowing. But then, sometimes, there are good days. Days where you can connect with your people. Feel things getting better. Feel normal. Start getting life back together and showing feelings of joy and love and laughter. Now that day may end. That mood may switch back. And they they may start to go back to telling yourself that I'm useless and and start having that self-worth and self-esteem issues and value that we can't see. Back to being hijacked by depression. A lot of people around someone with depression don't understand that being sad and being depressed is not the same thing. Depression is sort of sadness that is relentless and can last days, months, and years. Chronic and severe depression, it's not a choice. Sure, there may be many things that people could be doing to help themselves, you know, eat good, sleep good, exercise well, socialize, but it is not a choice to be impacted and worn down by such a significant burden. People with depression are people. Believe it or not, they are people. They can be smart, they can be beautiful, they can be talented, they can be funny, creative, loving, happy-go-lucky people because depression doesn't discriminate. And I've said it before and I'm going to say it again and again and again. Listen to the people around you. Connect and validate people brave enough to tell you that they aren't okay. It's one in seven Australians. That's crazy because depression is complicated. It isn't as simple as cheer up, smile, snap out of it. In fact, this sort of communication pushes people with depression further and further away. You know, you you should do some exercise or you should go and turn vegan. It, It just doesn't work like that. Depression is exhausting and can always feel like an uphill battle. Some people with depression will cope through sabotaging relationships drinking and drugging, self-harming or suiciding. Depression for these people turns living into surviving, doing whatever it takes just to survive. A lot of people with depression will think about suicide, attempt suicide, or take their own life. So this this illness, it's complicated. We have to try and move forward through the complexity. There has to be a balance taking each day as it comes, trying to moderate the moods and live and breathe in the world as best as possible. Knowing that they have to monitor and protect themselves, always looking at recovery. If that means challenging those negative thoughts, being present and accepting, as well as always reaching out. 
then that's what we've got to do. And that's going to be a hard step. But once we take that step, it's a huge step in the right direction. For those without depression, maybe you don't fully need to understand. We all have our own way of giving support and showing that we care. Tell someone that they matter and that you are here for them. So if any of this sort of rings true for you, then get support. Message me. Call Lifeline. Connect with a friend. Be brave and get the support that you need where you can get it. I know and you know that we don't have to be alone. Now this brings me to my next point. When depression takes hold and doesn't want to let go, then sometimes people have thoughts of suicide. What I want to do now is I want to talk about How do we actually talk about a suicide? Quickly, we'll do some statistics. For those of you who aren't already aware, suicide is the leading cause of death for 14 to 44-year-olds. That's a total of eight people are taking their own life to suicide each and every single day in Australia. One in two people will experience a mental health condition across their lifespan. I think it's so important to point out that everybody has a role in this, especially in times like this. Now to break that down, you don't have to be a therapist or a health professional to talk about suicide. I'm going to share some insight and I want you to reason with me about how anyone can support and look after their mates. First, we're going to look at who and why. So who and why are people having thoughts of suicide? Unfortunately, it is for many, many reasons. There's a need to escape big emotions or thoughts, getting relief from unbearable emotional pain, having feelings of hopelessness and helplessness, just to name a few. So what are we actually looking out for? Now, this is the big thing. So the big thing, the biggest thing to look out for is what are called invitations. I can't take it. It's all too much. Life is too much. You know, whatever hits that threshold with you that puts concern in your mind about their safety, that's when we start to ask about suicide. They they call them invitations because it's an invitation for you to explore more and then ask the question. There is some fear and awkwardness or some taboo out there about asking about suicide. But if it's, if it's saving a life, or at the very minimum, allowing that person to know how much someone cares about them, then just fucking ask. Have you been thinking about suicide? Have you had thoughts about taking your own life? Practice. Pause this podcast and practice. It's simple. There isn't judgment. It's just asking. And, and asking can allow that person to talk it out and be heard. If they don't choose to talk, you've asked. The next step, big one, listen. Let them talk. Let them cry. Let them do what they need to do and just be with them. Hold on to any biases and judgments you have about suicide and just hold the space. Just hold it. This isn't about you. It's about them. Next thing, safety is key. Whether the answer to your direct question is a yes or a no, keeping that person safe is the focus. Asking, you know, how can I best support you? You know, look at options for help. 
This may mean getting them in contact with some helplines or professionals. This may also mean calling those helplines yourself for help, asking them some advice. This could also mean talking with them until they start to explore some reasons to live. Now that's a big one too. Now essentially this is a brief rundown and advice from me to you asking about suicide that anyone can ask. There is always more information out there and there are heaps and heaps of it out there. So in this podcast, there are links for more information about different risk levels, creating safety plans, apps and helpline numbers. And now all of that can be found in Find Reason Therapy. Go into the podcast section, figure out where your podcast sits and it'll be smack bang right there. Guidelines and, and, and services that are out there to support people. Lastly, what I'll say is you can find me on findreasontherapy.com.au. There's a bunch of other podcasts on there. There's a bunch more information about what it is I specifically do. I got free consultations over the phone where you can call me, have chat, figure out what it is that you need or what it is that somebody else may need. And then we've got being able to book through me and if you need some counseling and support in times like this. Also on my website, on this episode, you'll find some links to how you can donate to the Wayside Chapel. For those that are struggling at the moment and those that, that really do need our support and those and those less less advantaged people that are that are doing a bit tough and Wayside Chapel is such an amazing service. It hasn't shut at all through the through the coronavirus and and just been been thriving and supporting as many people as they can and allowing them to walk through their doors just so that they can feel safe and supported. If you need anything else from me, hit me up if you want to be on the podcast. If you want some ideas to be thrown out and sort of talked about in here, let me know. Thanks so much for listening to season one. Season two is going to be awesome. There's going to be some really cool, innovative guests, as I said. Stay tuned and I will see you on season two with a whole bunch more exciting information so that you can reason with me on this podcast. Do you want to find out more about how therapy can help you kick some goals? Go check out findreasontherapy.com.au or the Find Reason Therapy Instagram page.